Ladies and gentlemen, Elevated Vibes presents Walker the Walker. Story yours truly, Lou Walker. And the OG himself. We got a good topic coming in today. I want everybody to get get psyched about this one. This is gonna be real deep. You guys just get ready. Let's get it going. First and foremost, we want to try to get a wellness check going. How you feeling, OG? Everything all right with you? Everything's lovely. Everything is. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Besides the fact that it's incredibly warm outside. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. That's, that bad. That's the tail end of summer. You yeah, know, you're going to feel that. You're going to feel that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Walker to Walker. Uh, once again, it's your man, Lou Walker. Accompanying me is uh, Mr. OG himself. Uh, we got a good one for you guys today. You got a real interesting topic that I know you you, get, you guys and girls would, would, would be into, especially especially if you live in the state of Florida. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pass the torch to OG. What's up, what, what are we talking about today, boss? Well, we're going we're gonna to talk about gun violence. Gun violence. We're going to talk about gun violence, and, and I hope we can get... Um, enough clarity on this thing for people to understand exactly what we're dealing with. Okay. Because gun violence is not just uh, current affairs or current events. Mm -hmm. You know, we can cite gun violence from the Western days, if you would, in the 1800s. I mean, ancient like throwback, even when when Christopher Columbus, um, I'm going to say, this might not be what people would want to hear, but when he took over <laughs> this Facts. lovely this lovely country, Facts. Um, one of the biggest bribes that I remember was trading their arrows for guns. Yeah, you know, yeah, quote unquote. So, you know, this has definitely been. I'm not even going to call it uh, ordeal, but it has been an issue since back then. Yeah, uh, but you know, <clears throat> when you when you think particularly during our Western years, what was gun violence problem? What was gun violence about during those years? You know, if you think about it, man, those guys were gangsters. Yeah. You know, because what were they doing? They are just going around robbing banks. Yeah. You know, robbing <laughs> banks and trains. performers and trains, yeah. you know, stage coaches, you know. And, but... Yeah, so so they was doing all this robbing and and killing, um, and I like to reflect to that as as being uh, survival of the fittest back in those days. Okay, because those guys was actually trying to survive. Pretty much, you know, they needed money to to do whatever they needed to do. Not sure what the job environment would have been like back in those days. You know, but certainly everybody couldn't have been a farmer. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, after a while when the Industrial Revolution came through, it was coal miners. I mean, you were either a coal miner or a stagecoach robber. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you know, something to that effect. Which is, if you bring it into modern time, like, you know, today's time, you're either, you know, doing transportation, you're either delivering 
uh, for FedEx, UPS, USPS, whoever, or, you know, you're robbing banks. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, so. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so, so, but first, though, before, before we really get into this, this topic, though, I, I'd like to make one statement. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. We're all ears, we're all ears. Yeah. Let's see. I'd like to offer Lou and, and, and my sincere condolence to all the families that have lost a loved one to to the violence and mass shooting across our country. Deep condolences. Yes. So having said that, we're we'll go on into our our topic and, and the first thing that we're gonna talk about though is whether we want to try to understand the gun violence, whether it's the symptom or the problem. Mm. You see, because if you look at it as a problem, then every problem has to have a, a resolution for it. Correct. And when you look at it as a symptom, then you have to probe into to determine the cause. Right, right, right. You know, so that puts us at a at a real crucial juncture to try to get to a, a, a end of this thing. So, gun violence in the U.S. is considered by most health professionals as an epidemic. Really, they call it a health crisis. But then they go on to say it's an epidemic in our society right now, you know, because it's happening far too often, way too many deaths. I mean, one is, is, is too many, but, you know, when you got people getting killed by dozens at a time, it makes you question, what are we doing in our society to perpetuate this? Right. So in, in I, I really thought about it in... Whenever we have one of these senseless shootings in our society, okay, we bring in the court, and the first thing your defense attorney wants to claim, John Doe has a mental problem. Oh, that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the Hail Mary. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, John Doe has a mental problem. Okay. Okay? And maybe he does. Maybe. But not everybody that comes before the judge that have committed one of these heinous crimes has mental illnesses true in a very broad sense you know you could speculate such because it's not ordinary for you and i or anybody to walk around just shooting killing people yeah well you know so then when i think about it you have people that have mental unstable individuals you got those people that are mentally unstable that really shouldn't have a gun and began it true you got individuals um, that has no regard for humanity, a human life. Okay. You know, this guy just willy-nilly shoots because he got a gun. Right. And then you got the criminal-minded, the thug life guy. Okay. And we've already know that they're either uh, trying to prove a point or trying to survive uh, as the fittest. Right. You know. Living in concrete jungle, yeah. Most most yeah. New Yorkers would call it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you got the gangs 
the gangs, the gangs the and gangs, the retaliations. Retaliation, initiations, and yeah. you know, the whole kit and kaboom. Ladies and gentlemen, I have never been a gang member. <laughs> <laughs> I have my knowledge based on personal experiences and things that I've seen, but I have never, I'm, I'm putting that on here now, I've never been a gang member. And then you just got those irresponsible gun owners. And there's a lot of those that exist. I mean, I, don't, I know you're not really huge on social media, but imagine how many people actually be out there making like social media videos where they're showing off their gun and accidentally fire that bad boy off in the house. Or or leaving uh, a loaded gun unattended for the children to get it. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So now yeah. you <clears throat> you spoke on earlier. You said that you know when it comes to gun violence, it's either the symptom or the problem right so i'm going to ask you where do you stand with that narrative do you feel like gun violence is a symptom or do you feel like gun violence is a problem and i ask that because you'll 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 a, a lot of republicans or not to make this a, a, a political political issue. issue but a lot would argue that gun violence is a problem just because it happens, like a lot of our violence, especially the deaths in, in, in Florida, you know, a lot of them are pertaining to gun violence. Mm -hmm. And then you would think that, you know, oh, with them just passing this law back in July that says, oh, now you don't need a license to carry. Oh, now it's a bigger problem. Now, my question to you is, do you feel like it's a problem or do you feel like it's a symptom to what the problem would be? Well, you, you have to really get down into this to, 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 you know, to form a, a slightly educated perspective. Okay. Because, because and, and the reason why I say that is because when you read, unless, of course, you're doing your own research. You're doing your own research. In other words, you're going out questioning, you know, with the population and, and, and gathering facts as such. Okay. But when you read everybody's research, two things you'll learn. All the facts and figures... It will be different from the next, the next person. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that has to do with the reporting. But, 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 but let's look at an epidemic. Okay. Now that's an infectious disease in a community. Correct. Now think about that: an infectious disease in a community. Like this past COVID nineteen and yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, just willy nilly killing people. Right. You right. know, but guess what? Many of those deaths, as they've been reported could have been avoided because we had the technology. Right. You know, but everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but many of the people that died was anti-vax. You had some that were. Yeah, that's what I say. Many of yeah. them was anti-vax, and, and, and many of them died, of course, before they got the vaccine approved. Right. But nonetheless, after it was approved, people still opposed it. So how do you how would you say that something that was infectious as COVID nineteen will correlate to gun violence? Because look at what's 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 causing it. Okay. Okay. So now you gotta look beyond the shooting. Okay. And pre-shooting. So I'll just throw a few scenarios in. You know, John Doe A and John Doe B just got into a heated conversation about. You know, something as minuscule or, or mediocre as who's the GOAT between LeBron and Michael Jordan. Okay. You know, and, and, and things start, 
escalating. No, I'm not even going to say escalating because it, you know, all con- those type of conversations. I don't know if you've had like if you had the who's the greatest football player between Joe Montana and, and Troy Aikman. Like I don't know if you've had those back and forth debates like that. But when you when when like basketball fans when they talk about the goat between LeBron and Michael, it gets escalated instantly. Oh, nah, ain't nobody dying over no LeBron sneakers, but they're dying over Jordan sneakers. And that's why Jordan's the goat. But then they're like, oh, but LeBron James did sixteen seasons, you know, didn't miss no more than ten games in any in any season. Got the most points, the most quarters played, and da da da. So it can look in either way. Now, so now, just let me, let me, let me go ahead. Before you, before you continue, I'm gonna let you finish. But finishing the scenario, the conversation now trickles into personal. Now it goes from, oh, you know, ain't nobody dying over LeBron's to, oh, but you, you would die over da 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 da, or you would da 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 da, and then all of a sudden now we're starting to come at personal live matters. To a point where it gets too enticing to a point where you're not going to fight them because now fist fights just seem out of the question. Everybody's going to their trunks or everybody's going back to their house and they're going to shoot the spot up. Like based on that scenario, breaking that down, how would you say that that would be infectious towards the community? Because think of the impact toward the community. Okay. You know, how is that? affecting the community two people two people trying to to reach a an agreement on who's the greatest in this athlete okay you know and neither of those two are in in that you know i'm gonna say it like this are smart enough in the debate to say you have a point you have a point because you're not going to convince me that my guy isn't the greatest. <laughs> right. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. So so we have to, and you hear this a lot in, in politics, I think, we have to agree to disagree. Right. You know, or we have to agree to agree. Okay. You know. So, okay. so in, in that sense, how is that infectious? Because when you can't come to uh, an agreement on something as minuscule as who's the greatest in in basketball, right? You know, let's take it. Let's take it to something off the table of of personal, right? Who made know? more money than me? You like who you know made more I mean? money than me? Like, or, or who got or, more clothes than me? Or or who's the greatest president? Well, you're, 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 no, no, I'm just saying. You know, because <laughs> now that one will surely spark. Uh, yes, you know, a fight. You know? Now, that's you know, among family even, you know. And it's crazy because at the end of the day, it will always, and I mean always, boil down to an era factor. Like, what era did you grow up in? You can't have a conversation. Like, perfect example, you can't have this conversation with me about the greatest president because yours would probably be Ronald Reagan or, 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 or Bill Clinton. Right. You know, mine would be, you know, Barack Obama or... You know, one of the bushes, maybe. I'm not giving Joe no credit. He's got, and it's not. Look, man, look, 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 don't see that. You you already (laughs) got started. You're bashing my boy now. I'm not bashing. (laughs) Okay, 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 I'll take that back. I am bashing, but I'm not bashing for the reason that everybody else is bashing. Yeah. See, I don't mind. I don't mind that your hands are tied in a lot of bill changes. Yeah. I don't mind that your hands are tied with a lot of situations that go on in America. Right. My problem is. Is you're a Joe, and that's our lineage, and you're 
falling off of bikes, falling off of stages. Yeah, but I'm 86 years old, dude. <laughs> okay, Come on, man. Give me a break. Hey, what's you the know, what's my the, dog died. What's the, you know golden, what I'm what's, the, what's the golden rule? Look. What's the golden rule? Well, Quit the, when you're ahead. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think he's done. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think he might want to go another I'm talking fold. about riding the bike. Oh, I think he might be done. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> having said that, a disease. We're going to talk about a disease. Okay. What is a disease is a disorder okay. of structure in a human. Okay. Okay. Or a plant, especially one that has a known cause and a distinguished group of symptoms, signs, or anatomical changes in it. Okay? Now I That's got, a disease. I I I, I, I acknowledge the now, definition. No 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 now, translate to, to gun violence. Put that on into the gun violence, right? Okay. A disease is a disorder of structure. Okay. So we already see that now. With the, yeah. the gun violence. Yeah. It's a disorder in structure. Something is going wrong prior to me pulling out my Glock. Okay. Okay. Something is going wrong prior to me. Feeling the need. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, something has happened already, but. To the guy with the Glock, he hasn't sit still long enough to know what has happened to make him go to his Glock. All he knows is he's been in a diseased moment. Right. Because we see it as an epidemic. Everybody else around the globe is doing that. Mm-hmm. So, so look what happens to Joe Schmuck. He gets into this moment. He runs and grabs his gun. That's where we find that we find that disorder it mm-hmm. right here. Okay. And, that, and, that, and that's that's such a roll of the dice because you never know what person actually specifies as that diseases, that diseased person. Right. You know where circumstances just kind of make them click and snap. You know what I mean. So 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 now, when you think about that diseased structure, you, you think you probably would think more in terms of a person with a men- mental disorder. Right. You know, like schizophrenia. Yeah, something of that. Something of that of that nature, you know. But then sane people. You want to tell me that, you know, Jordan is not the goat? Dude, man, I'll die for Jordan, you know, blum, 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 you know. See, so what happened to me before I got to that conversation? That part. Yeah, you, and, and, and you see, so that's what we tried to figure out to sort of isolate some of the variables mm. of this um, gun violence mm-hmm. episode that we're dealing with. It, 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 so we look back, we did look back at the Western days. Right. And nobody denies that those guys was trying to survive, you know. Nobody even thought of those guys as having mental problems. Right. You know, they were just outlaws. Right. Outlaws, that's what they do. Right. You know, and so with that one group of people that I mentioned earlier, you know, that criminal-minded individual. Okay. That's what they do. Just try to survive. Just try to survive. They shoot up the neighborhood. They mm-hmm. shoot up, you know, anywhere they go. Okay. They causes mayhem. Now, reverberating back to, to, to problem or symptom. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get there. I just wanted to ask. I know we're gonna get there, but I just wanted to ask. Well, I guess we can wait until that to that light till we actually get to that moment. I don't want to. No, you know, you can go ahead. Now, because I was gonna say, okay, well, you're saying, okay, prior to what happened, 
in spite of this conversation would determine whether or not my mental will snap off and I start using my gun violence or whatnot. Now, do we think that, you know, what happened prior to the argument, is that the symptom or was that the problem? Like, how are we, how are we idolizing, you know, what's leading to... The problem the is, in, in that instance... Okay. Okay, in that instance, the problem that's obvious okay the most you know if 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 you were play a clip of this incident the most obvious problem would be you or i didn't agree with each other or something okay okay so that's be the problem okay okay we didn't agree in the conversation okay okay the symptom of that is pre okay okay in 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 it, it's it's really profound and we think that it may just be a surface of things, but it, it really it really goes back into a person's childhood. So, and we'll talk more about that. Yeah, we'll get in. We'll get later. into that. We'll get into that. Um, so the term epidemic, as we talk, one might think one could go to a pharmacist to purchase medication for the infectious disease, but of course, you and I both know that's not possible. Right. You know. So, a couple other points I like to make. Um, Shoot, all ears. Yeah, I will not rehash any of the past mass shootings because I think everybody at this point know of most know, of these mass shootings. Yeah, you know, yeah. so they're not. Uh, we're, that's not the purpose of this to to talk about all the stats and who and. But this, I will say, each time our, our country experiences a mass shooting, what does everyone do? Everybody wants the Senate to pass more bills, more laws. <laughs> every time, every time after a mass shooting, you know, we need greater gun control laws. You know, so, but, but then when you stop and think, and I think I said this once before, Man, those guys are past more than 500 bills. Like, well past. Yeah, you know. And what we, sh what we need to realize is they know the real truth about gun laws and bills. They will not stop the killing. However, they may be able to mitigate some of the shooting. True. We witnessed that with the passing of uh, what they call that Brady Bill in 1993. It was a violence Protection Act passed. Um, the federal government uh, required all gun owners to do the background check. Right. That's you. You remember when that came? Well, you don't remember because you were I just don't two. Remember, but I'm a gun owner. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I I am indeed a, uh, a As, gun owner. Yeah. So yeah. I do have quite the knowledge when it comes to what we have to do in order to acquire a, right. a firearm. So yeah, I get that. So so now when 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 they when they start talking about passing bills and regulations, um, several years they launched the National Instant Criminal Background Check. Right. That system were to assure the citizens that purchasers did not have criminal record nor mental health issues. Right. How interesting is that? You know, because here we go again, and I said I wouldn't do this, but you, you think about, no, you think about the guy in Las Vegas. The one that did the mass shooting. Yeah. Okay. 
That guy didn't have a criminal background. Not at all. That guy didn't have uh, in the records of mental illness. If anything, he had all the accolades more so than yeah. criminal backgrounds. So. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I get you on that one. <clears throat> so, of the million of background checks uh, performed, only about 1% were denied, you know? Yeah. 1%. So, 1% out of... A million, we'll say. Okay. So, you know, that's about 100,000 people. 100,000 people. Yeah. 1%. Denied. Got denied. Got denied. So now you got 900,000 people running around out there with a gun. And how, mm, you know, okay. maybe two or three guns. But that just, the, you know, just that's the point. You right, know? right, right. So um, we can certainly be, uh, we can be certain about one thing about the system is that background checks, and, and this is, this is going to sound counterproductive, but background checks cannot prevent shootings and, and i just like for everybody to think about that for a second mm. because you went out and had you know to wait three days before you got your firearm that's not gonna stop you from shooting nobody that's true you know that might make it uh, a little bit easier for you to get found you know but the damage has been done we need to be on a prevention front you know not the is this thing even preventable like, well, you, you know, if you think, if you think about it, okay, how are you going to be able to know when someone is going to shoot somebody? You don't. So maybe we need AI, huh? No, no. <laughs> no I mean, you know, facetiously speaking. Yeah, you sure. know, but um, background checks can prevent known felonies from purchasing a firearm. Background checks can prevent mentally unstable individuals from purchasing legally. But through all of that, it's, it's almost as if it doesn't matter because anybody can just buy a gun off a black market. Now, having said, well, a private, private individual, black market is, you know, black markets don't have uh, serial numbers, so you know, go really, figure, you know. Right. But now they did try, are trying to implement a bill where you can't buy a firearm from a third party, a personal, or right. private as they call it, okay, unless it's registered and you still do some form of background check. In other words, you can't sell your gun to your partner, uh, and if you go out and, and do some damage with it, guess who it's coming back to? The person sold it. Yeah, yeah, you know, so you have to be, you have to be particular about um, things like said, that. Exactly. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there and you're looking to sell your guns, you know, I don't care how much of a friend that person is. If he got a background and he does something stupid, you will pay for it. You will be held accountable. That part. So, so now we, we want to move on to another aspect of gun control. Okay. And this one is called the red flag law. Hmm. You know, I've never heard of that. The red flag law as of May 2023. Okay. Grant permission to 21 states plus D.C. to remove firearms from a person who the state courts believe may pose a danger to others or themselves temporarily. So, in other words, when you're dealing with your arraignment and you just seem like a menace to society, they have the right to pull your weapon. Well, I, I, I think 
first there's some diagnosis that has to be in place. I mean, Another naturally. Yeah, you know. So yeah, if 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 the courts deem that you are slightly disturbed mentally, okay, you know, then they can issue an order to confiscate your firearms temporarily. Mm. You know, which don't means that you get them back. Right. You know, because you, if you've committed some kind of a crime, you might be gone for a minute. You Even know? if you get those charges <laughs> acquitted, you think you finna get your guns back? I don't think they won't give them back Give them back to you. But now, it's interesting because if the state refused to comply with that order, it's punishable as a criminal offense. So wait, if I don't execute if, the law... By procedure, I go down for a federal offense. Look at that it's bylaw. A criminal, it's, a, it's a criminal offense if the state courts don't follow those guidelines. I got you. So yeah. if they just provo- <laughs> so if they Excuse just revoke me. your license, they take your weapons without having a, a clinical trial to see if you're, you know, mentally disturbed enough to not handle it, then we can flip it to where we can. Set that back on them. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. You know, in, in all in all fairness, you know, I think it's checks and balances. Agreed. You know, because if a person standing before a magistrate, you know, and he doesn't display any kind of mental disabilities or incapacities, why are you going to take my gun? Right. You know, the crime that I just committed wasn't uh, with a firearm. Right. You know, so why are you taking my gun? Uh, however, the ref- the red flag law has been more effective in preventing suicides mm. more than mass shootings. Wow. Yeah, isn't that something? Right. One can only speculate whether a mentally ill individual would become a mass shooter, you know, because what we, what we don't know is whether that person became mentally ill before he got his gun or after or after he purchased his gun makes it you know so that 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 kind of makes you wonder what this thing's all about really when it comes down to questioning yeah i definitely get that one yeah yeah you know so many of us uh follow the news in our local communities has become so inundated with daily shootings and want it to stop you know they just want it to be done and and so when you when you hear your public or your community crying out for help and it continues happening day in, day out, you know, shoot, 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 shoot. I think just a couple of nights ago, a little when she was twelve years old, um, was walking over in the Kenite area. Right. Yeah, got shot in her torso. She's still in the hospital in critical condition. Fighting for her life. Yeah, man, you know, twelve years old. Come on, man. Yeah. You know. So, but can you honestly can 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 you really argue the fact that a lot of those cries for help are based on uh, emotion? Because in the in the in the scheme of things, if the government decided they wanted to send help and their their ideal their idea of help is okay, well we're gonna pass this bill, nobody can have a gun. And I'm pretty sure the same people that are crying for help saying that we can't like I want the shootings to stop, they're gonna be the same ones saying Oh hell no! You're not taking my gun. Right? Second Amendment rights. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. So yeah. it's like it's like can we can we as a community say that it comes with the territory when dealing with guns? <clears throat> because as we've stated in the in the beginning of this episode, we we spoke on you know back in the daytimes where you know 
those those guys used to take train, stagecoach, banks, you know, you yeah. name it. People. People, <laughs> the whole kit and caboodle. And, you know, you just had to take Horse it. Horse thieves. You just had to take it in stride. Nine years old, walking around with a, six shooters. You know what I mean? But you had to take it in stride. Yeah. Because once you do call the police, not to say that they don't show, but back in the day, there was no tracking system to be able to find right. people who did it. So... You would just have to take that to the chin and try to find you another horse. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So can we argue that in the modern time to say, okay, well, because you guys wanted to have guns, the right to bear arms, this is just something that y'all got to take to the chin. Well, without saying that. Okay. Because, because you know, it's really hard after a person have lost a loved one. Imagine losing a, a five-year-old child. Right. You know, and you go like, oh, well, that's this one for the home team, you know? <laughs> yeah. You, that, you know that, what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. Not, I don't mean to laugh like that, but yeah. I laugh because it's the way that it was presented. But no, nah, that's definitely a solid a solid point. You know, it's never easy to lose a loved it's one. It's not, man. And, and, and so, <clears throat> but, but to your point or to your question. Okay. Do we think that we can prevent or stop the shooting? I want you to stop and think for a second about that question. And here we go. What stats are showing us, you know, these kids that are doing much of this gun violence, you know, they range between 18 and 35, you know, according to some reports. Okay. You know, others take it down to, you know, to 15 years to 25, you know. But the point of the matter is, think about it for a second. You got a guy has given this. That's the. This is a criminal-minded individual that we that okay. we brought up. One of the five categories of people. You're right. Okay. So this guy has given his life to the world of crime. Okay. Yep. He's given his life to the world of crime. So now that has become his self. Right. That it's has become his occupation. That's his lifestyle. That's okay. what he is. That's what he does. Okay. So we know why he's out there doing that, because the guy doesn't have a job, don't have income, probably no stable place to live. So he got to go out there and make money. Probably not educated, you know. So all of these factors are working on him. So what are the chances of anyone going out and telling this guy, hey, look, man, I, I see this job over here. You know, that can get you on over there, you know, making 10, 15 bucks an hour to start, you know. And this guy is so hell-bent on being a, a criminal. How can you entice him over for a weekly paycheck when he's used to taking, you know, drug money and, 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 and just stealing everything he wants? Which seems yeah. to be like more money than what, 10, 15 dollars a week. Off, An hour. Off of, yeah. off of Uncle Sam. Yeah, you know, so... So what are the chances of bringing those guys in off the range? Always pretty much zero. Almost. You know what I mean? Just 1% somewhere. Yeah, if, if you put a number on the amount of people out there, then we could you know, do an average and, and come up with the percentage of the people that you might be able to bring in. Right. Okay? Right. For the most part, you know, they're out there to stay. And this is what's going to happen. We all have to let, and this, well, let me, let me retract that because we want to, this is what I said, let's face some facts. Okay, let's face some facts. However hard they may be, 
more laws, non-existent laws, does very little, if any good at all, to alleviate gun violence. More laws, it's not gonna help. Many of our previous cases, our defense attorneys are telling you what at court, in court, and I mentioned this earlier. Right, you did. Yeah, that their client has mental issues. Right. But we never know if uh, it was before or after firearms was purchased. Right. Now we have to rely. Now here's here's the thing. This is this is why I got so aggravated when after the George Floyd uh, Floyd George uh, George Floyd George Floyd uh, incident, right? People started talking about defunding the police. Think about this. We have to rely on our local police forces to find, arrest, prosecute all perpetrators. Right. First of all, okay? And police forces has different task units that can be deployed. They may decide to use a gang infiltration unit, and this may sound like TV, you know? <laughs> use gang infiltration units, drug enforcement units, or special task units. The bottom line is they have to have enough resources to accomplish the mission. Needless to say, it's an ongoing process. So for the for the activities that are happening every day, we've got these guys out here, you know, whether they're in gangs or whether they're just criminals or, you know, just mentally ill people. But see, you need your police because you and I as a citizen can't go out and arrest these people. True enough. So we need the police forces out there doing what they do. That's what we pay them for. Right. You know, and so it would be undermining uh, the police force if you go and take funds away from them for training and recruiting. Right. You know, so that's kind of a, uh, a no-brainer there. Now, I, I'm, I'm half and half with that whole concept because I, I do agree that defunding the police would be just how I would call hustling backwards. If you're, if you're taking money away from the people who are paid to take care of us on a day-to-day out outside type of setting, you know, how do we expect these guys to take care of us when they know that y'all don't want to pay them? Like, yeah. Like, imagine, yeah. imagine the response time to a lot of crimes when the when the police is defunded versus if I sit here and I make a whole sheriff office or police department where I'm paying y'all wealthy, I'm paying y'all. Let's just throw it on the table and let's say we're paying you NBA numbers. Yeah, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay you 1.5 million dollars over a course of six years for you to put your life on the line. And do what you do here. Man, the response time be so quick. And people be fighting for their money. They'll make sure that everything is done. But when you defund the police, the level of care, in my opinion, the level of care just kind of disintegrates to where it's like, eh, it is what it is. And then they start doing things like like the George Floyd incident because, hey, y'all already paying me chump change. Yeah, I have no hurry. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'll be there when I get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it is what it is. You know, yeah. so I definitely, I, I agree that we should not defund the police, but they should be held to some type of accountability uh, for their heinous actions right. going out there. But one thing that I can recommend, uh, what can I can give that situation is that though uh, we have plethora of 
uh, gun violence through cops where they're killing innocent people, unarmed people, et cetera, et cetera. That whole situation, there was no guns involved. It was just, <clears throat> it was just a malicious attack. So, so, so where would you put them in the scheme of things? Are they just criminal minded? Or they have mental disturbances in their lives? I'm going to, if, if it's me talking about the police officers, I'm going to call it a mental illness. And I'm okay. calling it a, a mental illness because a lot of people would not, would, would not agree with me when I say this. But when you speak of mental illness, an ego is a, mental, is a mental illness. So the idea that you are this, this well-stocky, you know, well-built, well-put-together police officer, and you couldn't take down this one guy that granted off of, high off of fentanyl, but he was a big guy too, and you, you know, he's now disturbing your ego. Oh, now you're going to do things that you shouldn't do right. in order to get the results that you're looking for. Exactly. You know, so I feel like, yeah, it might have been a, a mental issue, a, a mental illness, but not so much to a point where we got to throw him in an asylum. Right. Because that, I don't feel like people that have ego trips deserve to be in an asylum. You know? I don't think people with egos should be a police officer either. I don't think they should. People you know? who are proud, people who have ego, I don't think none of them should be working for government, you know, yeah. government's period. But then again, isn't that what they want? They want they want the guys that are willing to put their life on the line and ain't got much of a family. Like that? Yeah, yeah. So 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 you see what you see what they are dealing with. Right, right. You know, it's the, definitely our, a slippery slope that they live on. Yeah, man. So they're dealing with the all these individuals that have mental problems, uh, individuals that are just bad people, if you will. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, criminal-minded gangs. And, of course, irresponsible gun owners. Right. According to one research, though, according to one research. Talk to me. Domestic violence accounts for 10% of gun violence. Domestic violence. Domestic violence. That's Girlfriend, cool. boyfriend yeah. situations. But check this out. Hmm. Only, I hate the stats because you don't never know if they're accurate. But only 54% of the mass shooting in 2009 to 2016, only 54% was mass shooting. So that was a good 40, what, 40, 42, Domestic, 46? yeah, 54% of the gun violence was mass shooting in 2009, between 2009 and 2016. So what was, what was the other 46 did they did they break down the other forty six? No, they. I mean, they go into you know Probably plus and minus. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I just say, you know what? That's more I than just half. extrapolate. It's more than know. half. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, but but when you when you think about the numbers, mm -hmm. they're huge for you know for a single event. Yeah, you know, yeah. two, I, and I think they, you have to do. They have to shoot four people before they classify it as a mass, mass shooting. shooting. Yeah, you know, so not trying to rehash, but that was about the similar. The young man that that did the mass shooting at the Jacksonville landing. R.I.P. to the Jacksonville landing. Uh, we, played, we had man, the <laughs> we had the Madden tournament out there. Oh yeah, uh, the gentleman, oh yeah. The gentleman ended up losing, and then threw that little fit, and ended up shooting. Up but but Jackie, he was out from he was he was from a well. His family, I think, his dad was a doctor or something, and mm -hmm. lived in this really nice community. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's ironic how 
these people come from all walks of life. All walks. You know, they're not just dudes from the from the hood. hood. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if you're from the PJs or you're from, you know, the the. The Daddy Warbucks, <laughs> I know, right? You know, you what know I mean? riding around like, in the but see that Duesenberg, you know? right? You know, <laughs> but that goes back to say what I was saying earlier about egos being a disease because I understand that I, I don't understand actually. I've never really met the gentleman and I haven't interviewed him or anything like that. But I would like to think that you know when you before you came to that madden tournament you had it in your mind you were the best thing smoking can't nobody touch you can't nobody beat you can look at look at 46 okay look at 46 46 has an ego man bigger than you know than his plane you know <laughs> yeah he does yeah, so when you think about that's a mental disturbance man something is wrong with him mm. you know in and, and the rest of society mm. is not seeing it. 93 million people okay you know it's not seeing that something is wrong with that guy mm. you know so but that's another topic that's a whole different topic but it does correlate to this one because um i keep reverberating back to the beginning of the episode but we definitely said well hey is the gun violence a symptom or is it a problem and you know, not the not the kind of drift this conversation Here we over. Go. Here we go. You know, it seems like the problem is more so the the mental. Here we go. Talk to me. People, health outcomes. Okay. Are influenced by the condition which they live. Right. Work. Right. Play. Hmm. And learn. Okay. Check now. Check that out. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read it again because I wrote this down. I had to write this down. Say it one more time for the camera. People, health outcomes are influenced. Your health outcomes are right. influenced by the conditions which they live, work, play, and learn. These conditions are called social determinants of health. Okay. Social determinants of health. And the first one you would guess, I wouldn't have, systemic racism. <laughs> yeah, that would have been my first thought. <laughs> systemic racism, man. I'm going like, how crazy, man, you know? But at the end of the day... But that... now, but wait, wait, before you say that. Okay. But now what we're getting into, we're getting into the cause. Okay. Okay. This is the cause, some of the causes of gun violence. Which is what systemic, well, well being With, systemic racism being a, a factor in that. But yeah. The, a living the cause. situation. Yeah. The, this, is, this is the cause. Okay. We're we getting into some of the causes of, of gun violence. Okay. Um, biases and discrimination. Okay. Biases. My goat's stronger than your goat. Yeah. You know. Or I'm picking this goat because this goat's my goat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you're being biased about it, right? Right. Economic instability. Being being from a poor neighborhood. Economic instability meaning that you can't go out and get a job because the other people don't like you. You don't present yourself well or you didn't have the right skills or you know you know what I'm saying? You don't right. have the right knowledge. Right. You know, so now because of that, that makes your economical lifestyle. And stable. 
unstable. Right. You know, because yeah, I ain't got what it takes to get where I'm trying to go. Right. You know, so concentrated poverty. Okay. Not just genocide. Yeah, yeah. Not just not just me being living in poverty. Just the community being offered certain products. My community, my family. Right. You know, everybody that's around me is in poverty. Right. You know, so when you have concentrated, you know, it's spread it all about you. Right. In your surroundings, you know. Of course. So now, so, so how does that impact everything? But let's go on. Limited housing. That'll definitely start gun violence. Limited housing. People are frustrated, man, because... They got nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. Right. And not to mention we're in a seller's market at this current moment in time. Yeah, but not a buyer's market. Exactly. (laughs) So not too many people are able to buy right now because, I mean, the prices are ridiculous. Exactly. Exactly. That'll that'll turn up gun violence, in my opinion, too. What's the next one? And education. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah, that's a biggie though. That's a that's a that's a huge one. But 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 when I think of education, you know, it's like that should have been up there. No, save the best for last. Well, well, s- systemic racism. That see, that's been going you know, on since. That's, you got to play the race card sometimes. But see, at the end know? of the day, at the end of the day, that's been around since Christopher Columbus took over this country. <laughs> You know, what actually, I mean? biblically, yes. You know, that's I mean, why, because look that's at that's why they still that's why they still pounding on the Jews. Yeah, yeah, I get that. You know, I get that. So yeah, yeah so, that that one go way back. Um, I had a rabbit hole. I wanted to go down, but it ain't gonna be on this episode. <laughs> and then you got the the health inequities. See, and what people don't realize is once once we get to these kind of issues, mm-hmm. you know, the gun violence, man, it creates a whole range of problems. It does, you know, and people just don't know how to how to how to cope with it, you know. So. No, definitely no. So, um, as far as my final thought goes, when when it comes to it, you know, I like those those categories, if you will, about the the the, the root cause of gun violence. Because these are all mitigating factors that determine whether or not a man, like because the education, education was a big one for me because I don't, I wouldn't want to believe that a community would have an exposure of education, and you know, let's say this education that you take is going to put you in a position to make six figures, and you know, let's say hypothetically that the the, the education was free, I I would doubt that anybody would take this course get them six figures, and still feel the need to pull a bullet in Johnny's head. Right. You know what I mean? And I, I, If there wasn't any racism, if everybody was just to love on one another, and, hey, man, look, you're dark and it's okay. Hey, you're white and it's okay. If we were in that faction, we wouldn't be in a position of economic despair because a lot of the jobs, just as much as a lot of the college acceptances, or you know, whether you want to put it on there or whether the... The, the companies are willing to put it on there, but it's really based on, you know, your background, your race and your age, your gender and things of that, what you, how you present yourself in the interview, all of those things play a factor. Well, but, but, but then when you, when you really dig down into this, right, 
Now we 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 just come up with these five seven elements. Okay. But research and studies take it further back mm. than these things, right? Because now they all the way back here to uh, preschool. Ah. Preschool. Ah. And the quality of the. The, the education that you're getting, preschool. I like that. You know, and but but nurturing. Right. You know, a parent parental so nurturing. So in other words, you know, the idea of gun violence is generated based on how you come up. Yeah. So so that's why that's why I say those people that are out there, eighteen to twenty five or thirty five or whatever that age group is. Mm-hmm. The police is going to have to arrest and, and prosecute those people mm. to bring this thing to a soft landing, if you will. Okay. We got to take those preschoolers and up to the ages and start cultivating them with the nurturing and mentoring and um, coaching, you know, all of these things that keep them from joining the ranks right because at some point yeah at some point these people are going to be out of here right you know we're gonna we're gonna have to take it and the upcoming generation they're going to be moving in so we need to push them over in the right path that's the only way we're going to be able to get out of this couldn't have said it better myself man ladies and gentlemen man gun violence in my opinion is a symptom, not a problem. One of my favorite movies from Jet Li. Don't laugh at me. It's called Cradle to the Grave. <laughs> Where DMX, God rest his soul, said, Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Exactly. It's not the weapons. It's you. How you come up. Where your ego lies. What kind of skill traits did you come in with? These things, if we can fix those, the idea of gun violence wouldn't exist. If we can handle the root problem, in my opinion, which would be the the, the opportunities that we have, which are, it, you would probably agree, are in our control. If we can just change our opportunities up a bit, we wouldn't need that. At least that's in my opinion. OG, you got something you want to leave off with, man? Uh, no, man. Everything is is on the table. Uh, however, there may be uh, uh, a part two to this because we'll get more into um, the aspect of correcting these issues. Mm. You know, so okay. stay tuned. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a Walker to Walker moment. Tune in next week as we conclude about gun violence and and, and future ones where we speak on um, Operation Cry Wolf. (laughs) You'll know about it when you know about it. Y'all be safe out there, man. Thank you. Uh.